Welcome to Life of the Deep End. We are your hosts, Jordan Bone and Samantha Bromfield. After facing challenges of our own, we wanted our voices to be heard, to authentically share not only our stories and experiences, but life lessons we are learning along the way. To show you that despite any struggle you may face, life can be fulfilling and amazing, because ultimately, you are the creator of your reality. You may often feel alone, but we are here to confirm that you are not. So So let's let's dive dive into into the the deep end. Hi everyone and welcome back to this week's episode. Myself and Jordan are joined by the lovely Amy, founder of But You Don't Look Sick blog and the MS Together support group. So welcome to the podcast, Amy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Um, So I thought you've got your own personal journey of what led you to start those two things. So I thought that would probably be a good place to start if you could talk us through like the lead up to and your diagnosis and everything around that yeah of course um so i'll just kind of go through my diagnosis story kind of briefly um yeah. so i was living in paris at the time which is really random um wow. yeah <laughs> so it was part of my year abroad um at uni so i lived there for a year and about I think I had about four months to go um so I was coming to the end of it and I went on a weekend away um and I just kind of started to get this weird feeling um Mm. in the left side of my body um but I couldn't really like explain it I couldn't put it down to anything and all I could kind of say was the left side of my body just feels a bit weird like I couldn't explain it at all um and then I ignored it as you do for a few days and it just kept getting worse and worse so it was like my whole left leg then went numb um so it was really difficult to walk um I was almost like having to think about lifting my leg up off the floor um and then I had like pins and needles and just terrible balance literally couldn't walk in a straight line um, and as I said, that just got worse over the next few days. So then eventually I made an appointment with a doctor, um, which I didn't really know how to do um, in France. I was just like, how does this work? Because I wasn't, I wasn't registered or anything. So I just went to my boss. I just said, I need, I need a doctor. Can you yeah. like, like help. recommend me someone? <laughs> like help. That's quite um, scary as well, being away from home. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I didn't think it was going to be anything too serious. Um, so I was just like, it, it's probably nothing to worry about. But yeah, it was it was a really strange experience mm. um, and ended up being quite scary. Um, so yeah, my boss was really good. She sent me to her doctor. Um, and over there, everything's really quick. So you can get a doctor's appointment like the next day and then he would like send me for um like scan when he sent me for scans and stuff eventually that was all like within days so it was really really quick um but basically I went to the doctor I explained my symptoms to him he said he thought it was a trapped nerve um and that he thought it was nothing to worry about so I was like okay you know fine. I don't think it's a trapped nerve but we'll go with it um and then he said I will send you for an MR not an MRI scan a CT scan um, and a blood test just to kind of rule out a few things. So he sent me for those um, 
few days after and they both came back clear. And then during that time, during those few days, I then started to get a really weird feeling in my left arm. Um, so it was like pins and needles again, like really itchy, like, yeah, strange feeling. Um, so I went back to the doctor and said, I know these test packs came back clear, um, but I've now got this new symptom. And he said he thought I was bringing it on because I was anxious. Um, and I said, I'm not anxious. I just know there's something wrong. Okay. Like, I can tell. Like, I, I never really go to the doctor. Well, I didn't before this. Um, and I knew there was something just not quite right. Mm. So I kept pushing and I said, like, I need, I need it to be looked into more. And he said he would send me for an MRI scan to give me peace of mind. Um, but he was sure that it was nothing to worry about. And I actually asked him outright there and then if he thought it could be MS, because at this point I'd kind of Googled a lot, as you do. Mm -hmm. um, and like the number one thing was MS. So I was like, could it be? And he just said, no, you're too young. You've got no family history of it. I really don't think it's anything like that. So I was like, okay, fine. Went for my MRI scan. Again, it was really quick. Um, and after the scan, again, it being in France was a bit weird. So they literally just handed me this book of like photos of my brain. <laughs> yeah, like literally like, like a book that I could flick through that just had different like, like angles of my brain on. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, they also gave me a CD that I could, that I oh, could watch. Oh, was talking about this the other day, weren't they? I had no idea you could get, like, a recording. Well, of yeah, I, I haven't had a CD since. Um, but, yeah, so I got a CD. I actually never watched the CD. Um, but I then decided that I wanted to, like, get out of France and go back home. Um, because I knew, I knew there was something wrong, as I said. Um, and I just kind of, yeah, wanted to feel more comfortable um, yeah. and obviously around my family as well. So I flew back home, booked an appointment to see a neurologist um, and literally they just looked through this book and just diagnosed me there and then. So my diagnosis was really quick. It was from like the start of symptoms to diagnosis. It was about three months. Okay. What year was this? Uh, Sorry, what was that? What year was it? So that was 2018. Um, and so, yeah, it's coming up to my three-year anniversary, actually, um, yeah. at the end of this month, So, which yeah. feels crazy because I feel like it hasn't been that long. Yeah. But then, yeah. And those and days are always actually... really poignant as well, aren't they? Yeah. Those, like, anniversary days are always kind of, like, really I don't know for me for I always feel like I've really quite poignant days mm. to celebrate your life a bit as well yeah I'd never really thought about like my diagnosis date before like last year and the year before I hadn't really like thought about it but this year I'm like three years like it's a long yeah. time mm -hmm. it's worth noting as well probably for anyone listening I suppose we haven't actually specified it was relapse yeah. and re is it relapse and remit that you were yeah yeah, multiple sclerosis um, that you were diagnosed with. So when did the blog come first? Yes. Yeah, so blog what sort of spurred you on to start the blog post? And by the way, we'll list everything in the show notes so people listening can 
load it up as we're talking about it and have a little flick through <laughs> but this is the blog but you don't but I but you but you isn't it but you don't look ill yeah, yeah. you don't look ill yeah so what sort of spurred that on um so yeah so after my diagnosis I was constantly met with comments like you look so well um you know you're too young to have MS you don't look ill um so it just kind of made me realize that a lot of people didn't really understand MS and to be fair before I was diagnosed I didn't understand it I thought only old people got it I thought um you know it would have a huge impact on my life and I'd have to kind of change everything about my life um so I also kind of had all these misconceptions and I just realized that it makes those misconceptions make it more difficult for people with MS and other conditions as well um and then I also realized that like I look completely well to everyone that sees me and it just kind of got me thinking that there are so many people that I've probably walked past and spoken to that have so much going on um that we wouldn't know just by looking at them so yeah just all all those kind of thoughts um just like inspired me to kind of speak out about it um and yeah I also wanted to kind of inspire people to talk about MS themselves and other illnesses um, because I hadn't really seen that many young people um, openly talk about their MS and for me when I was diagnosed I was constantly like looking on social media trying to find just someone that I could relate to um, and I think being young it is so important to have people that you can kind of look at and think oh you know they're doing really well or they're really positive mm. about it so I feel positive about it yeah. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to be that person, well, try and be that person. Um, yeah. And like you said, there's all sorts, isn't there, on that page, like all sorts of chronic conditions and things like that on there. Yeah, so the more I kind of started to write, the more I had people kind of get in touch with loads of different conditions. Mm. And they were, thing they were conditions that I'd never heard of. Um, so then it was almost a chance for me to kind of educate myself and then I just thought because the the blog is called but you don't look ill I can kind of make it into talking about lots of different illnesses mm. not just about MS and I do talk mostly about MS because obviously that's what I can yeah um, that's what I can share yeah. but then yeah so I do like guest um posts so I get people to kind of share their story as well about different conditions to educate myself um, and other people. Because I think it's just important that we all kind of learn about what's going on and that, you know, you can't just judge someone mm -hmm. when you first see them. A hundred percent. And especially when someone's first diagnosed or, you know, um, first had something happen, that is when literally you are looking for those, your people who can help support you and feel like, oh, that's like me. And you just literally then think, oh, I can do things and I can do that and I can talk to them and feel supported. So it, that's amazing that you're doing that really is like, that will be, you know, it's obviously helping so many people. So that's absolutely amazing. And it's now, it's got nearly 6,000 followers on it now, hasn't it? So it really has taken off. Yeah, I um, I really put a lot of time into it during the summer when I was furloughed. I was, I think I just had a moment and I was like, I can, I can do something with this. Like I've always had really good feedback and I just thought, 
I need to just put a bit more time into it and just kind of try and get it out there a bit more to help as many people as I can so yeah I just put a lot of time into it and yeah it's doing really well and I'm getting some really nice feedback so yeah I love that and it shows the power of social media as well doesn't it in that way and the positive sides of it which is always good yeah yeah and I do think especially in the last like two or three years there's been a real peak of it as well so I was diagnosed six years ago this year so like in 2015 and that's six six years yeah I know but not till like later on in the year sort of thing yeah Um, and there was like nothing if I think back there like I do feel like it literally has been the last few years that people have been way more open online with sharing things because I think that the one thing and I I talk about this all the time (laughs) certain things like the one thing I remember coming across was a blog post written by some girl who still at the time was a lot older than me probably like she was probably like mid-30s but that was still you know young enough to relate to and it was just this one blog post where she spoke about issues with her bladder and I clung to that because I was like this is the only thing where someone's being honest and is young that I can relate to but now there's loads of it so yeah it's really great now like there's so many people speaking up and sharing their stories and it's it's amazing but as you said I think that is only probably over the last two years yeah um yeah I don't know what sparked the change but it's good it's nice definitely a great change definitely yeah Yeah, it's a change for the good Mm -hmm. so then what then led you to start MS together so well before that do you want to give a brief explanation of what MS Together is? Yes okay so MS Together is a online support group for young people so aged 18 to 35 um, who have been diagnosed with MS and live in the UK or Ireland Um, and it's predominantly on Facebook but we also have an Instagram and now a Twitter that we need to start using. Yeah we have a Twitter. and then we do like virtual meetups and in-person meetups and we can as well um so yeah that's what the group is and basically I started it it used to be called MS Friends actually until uh, a few months ago and people still I think maybe like an article that I wrote a while ago I put MS Friends in it so people still (laughs) get in contact now and they're like oh I really want to join MS Friends I'm like it's MS together (laughs) yeah of course (laughs) um so yeah so when I was diagnosed again I was desperate to kind of find another young person or other young people with MS um and I joined like local support groups and different online communities but nothing really gave me the support that I needed so it was all like it gave me support but it just didn't give me I just needed to speak to people that kind of got it, that were going through the same things as me. Um, and I felt like I would only get that through other young people. Um, so thankfully through my blog, I had a few people, I think it was about three or four girls reach out to me um, and just kind of say, thank you so much for your blog. Like it's really helped me. It's really nice to read someone else young going through it. Um, and so I spent like maybe the next two months just getting to know them, talking to them all individually. 
Um, and then I realized I started to have like very similar conversations with all of them. Um, and there were some things that I like knew the answer to, and there were other things I hadn't experienced, um, but someone else that I was speaking to had experienced. So I just thought, I'm going to ask them if they would be interested in kind of all coming together and just forming a mini support group. Um, so they all said yes, thankfully, and that's what we did. <laughs> and then we had like, we had a mini group chat for a while. Um, and then just slowly started to find more people um, through my blog, through like articles that I'd written, um, through just kind of reaching out to people that we saw on social media and things like that. Um, so yeah, we were really small for quite a while. Um, again, I put a lot of effort into it over kind of summer last year, um, just to kind of really try and grow it. Um, but yeah, it just, now we've got 460, I think we've got. Yeah, um, numbers. And yeah, we're growing every day. And it's just amazing. It's just the most supportive, friendly place ever, if I do say so myself. <laughs> That's awesome. And I do think it's, um, it's really good. One thing that I really appreciate with it is that it is UK and Ireland based because nothing wrong with them the other support groups but I found that a lot of them there's a lot of American people in there and even though you can relate to if you're speaking to a young person or they're like at their hospital medical system is so different to ours with mm. their insurance and things that mm. you just can't like relate sort of thing like you you don't really know what they're having to go through to get treatments and vice versa so I think having the sort of guidelines on it being like an age range and in the UK does really help because if someone yeah. has a question you like about oh how did you go about doing this you can actually answer it yeah it is it's a difficult one um because we have had people kind of get a bit annoyed that they can't mm. join because they're too old um or because they don't live in the UK um and that is really hard because obviously I don't want to kind of turn my back on someone and I do always say like if you want to talk to me like, talk to me but I do think it's really important that we do stick to that um because as you said that was the main reason why I made it UK based only because I had found some really good support groups and I think like shift MS for example is a great resource but my issues with those other groups and and charities and things like that is there are people from literally all over the world and you, you can't relate to them no. um, because it's just completely different. The same as, you know, an 18 year old can't relate to a 60 year old because someone that was diagnosed potentially like 20, 30 years ago will have had a completely different experience than what we have like nowadays. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it is. It's it's a tricky one, and people always say like, "How do you kind of like manage the age thing?" and and do people get annoyed and stuff? And they do, but I I think it's the one thing that I think there's so many groups out there offering yeah worldwide support or you know yeah. specific yeah like wider age ranges like any age range, and a lot of groups are open to like family and friends and things like that. And I just think it's really important to have a group like this um, as an option because it, it's not there and 
it is working and people yeah. seem to really benefit from it oh. yeah and that's like having boundaries isn't it and like keeping to what you want to do and you know if it opens up to everyone it will be there's not going to be that kind of niche and what is needed mm. obviously like you said this is what's needed so you you're kind of supplying like the demand kind of thing and, and keeping it, helping like, a lot of people <laughs> yeah keeping it in that like smaller well, it's not small is it but in that group means that you can actually like make friends like yeah. just having ms isn't the sole connection that like yeah it's <laughs> great for the support and people can like learn from each other and that but you're more likely to find people that you actually like gel with kind of thing mm-hmm. that you can actually like form friendships with Definitely. And the fact like, you know, you can kind of, you could potentially meet up with people that are, that live around the corner from you, or, you know, you can kind of pick out the people that you have things in common with and they might well, not like, even I've, I've met someone from that group before, like in person. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it is possible, isn't it? To like, to do it. Um, yeah, so with the events and stuff that you mentioned there's like quiz nights bingo nights all that sort of thing but there's also fundraising events i know there's a big one coming up so did you want to talk a bit about the two million steps yes of course um so last year we so we do lots of different fundraising events but a lot of them are quite little so we've done things like pumpkin carving competitions and we did like a raffle for christmas and things like that Um, But last year it was during the pandemic, obviously, and we just kind of kind of wanted to give people something to get them out of the house, um, something to kind of focus on. Um, So I think it was July last year um, we came up with this um, fundraising event. So it was our biggest one yet. And we named it One Million Steps for MS. Um, And the plan was that on the day that we set, um, I think it was towards the end of July. On the day, um, between a group of us, we would walk or run or wheel or whatever anyone could do. Um, the the equivalent of one million steps. Um, so it was wow. it was a big big task, um, and <laughs> it was it went amazingly. It was such a nice event. Um, it w- it really like brought everyone together because like we were sharing stuff all throughout the day and everyone was just kind of working towards this one goal throughout the day. It was just really nice. And we raised, um, 20,000 pound. Wow. Yeah. And my target, the start, when I, when I set up the event, my target was 500 pound. Oh, oh that's incredible then. Wow. Yeah. And I genuinely thought like, I'm not sure what we could raise, but I'll be happy with like 500 pound. I think that's yeah. good. And so, yeah, we just absolutely smashed it and everyone seemed to really enjoy it. So we thought this year, because we're still pretty much in lockdown for a bit, um, we'll do it again. But because the group has like doubled in size, we thought we would also double the challenge. So this year we're doing two million steps. Wow. Um, Yeah. Uh, So it's on the 25th of April. Um, which is the last day of MS Awareness Week as well. So that's quite nice that it ties in with that. Um, and yes, yeah, so there will be a hundred and, I'm not quite sure of the total figure, but 115, let's say, um, MS Together members. Um, so they all have MS, um, obviously, from all over the country. 
and they'll be walking, running, wheeling their chosen amount of steps to contribute to the two million steps target. Um, and some people like they'll need to use a wheelchair or a walking aid. Um, and then for others, you know, walking like 10 minutes might be a challenge for them or 20 minutes might be a challenge. Um, and then there might be some people that run a marathon. We had a girl last year that ran a marathon. Um, so it's just a really nice challenge because it just means that everyone can kind of choose their amount of steps that they're comfortable doing. Um, and then we split them all between us. And then, yeah, it's just, it's just a really nice event. I'm really, really excited. Oh, wow. We'll how can these. people, I was going to say, how can people support this? Yeah, well, so the so Facebook group is private, isn't it? Because that's predominantly where people like connect and the support yeah. is given. But the Instagram account isn't private. So Amy, there'll be stuff going on on the day on the Instagram. Am I right? Yeah, so we're hoping to do a few bits leading up to the event. So like throughout MS Awareness Week, we'll hopefully be doing a few bits on there and maybe like a takeover, I think we're looking at um, on the day or maybe a few days before as well, um, which will be quite nice. And then there'll be lots of posts on there. Um, so if anyone is interested in kind of looking at the madness of yeah. two million steps <laughs> in a day. Wow, I love it. <laughs> sorry go on I said there's such good energy about you talking yeah. about it as well like it's just like it seems like so lovely and so just like a nice environment like everyone people that live kind of close to each other as well have organized to meet up haven't they and do the walk together so yeah we've got I think um I don't actually I need to kind of figure out where all the like mini yeah, teams are <laughs> but um we, I know that there's 12 people meeting up in Scotland, socially distanced people. Um, but yeah, so there's, there'll be 12 people meeting for the first time there, which is amazing. So um, yeah, it's just, awesome. it will be a really lovely event. And I think, again, the fact that we'll all be doing it on the same day, it just makes it so nice. And like, we've got a WhatsApp group. So we'll, like last year we were constantly like, you know, posting like motivation in there and like <laughs> cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, that's why I really wanted to get you on. Cause I thought overall, like the whole story from like beginning to where we are now is so inspiring for like one, if we reach people that fall in that bracket of 18 to 35 living in the UK with MS that can join it. Also like everyone anyone with other chronic conditions or just any struggles where they feel like they would like that extra support you started out from scratch so can anyone listening you know like if you feel like there's something missing online yeah just do it it. just go for it (laughs) yeah I think that's the thing like if if some if you need something and it's not there there is nothing stopping you doing it and it it will take a while like there was there was like a year I think when there were like 30 people in the group and that was fine like my aim was not to have this massive like you know crazy group that I couldn't manage like my main thing was just support as many people as I can and if it grows amazing if it doesn't and you know I've made some amazing friends from it so yeah I think just 
reach out for support when you need to um and if the support's not there speak to someone or even like find someone that you can relate to and ask them if they'll help you set it up like you don't have to do it alone but mm -hmm. Which is such yeah. a reoccurring theme, isn't it, Jordan? For a lot of our guests, they will say, be the change that you want to see. Yeah. Sometimes you have to because, like, there's no other choices there sometimes. And then, then you'll be so surprised, like you probably have been, Amy, like all these people. And it's, like, amazing. It's like, wow, I'm not alone. There's so many people out there who are dealing with things that are similar to what I'm dealing with. And we can all kind of gather together. And it's just a nice, nice feeling when you can kind of just talk about things isn't it like where you can just be completely open and honest and people get it as opposed to like sometimes you could talk to a friend or a family member and they kind of like just kind of yeah like nod and they're like just they there for you. no no one and or sometimes you think are you actually listening to what I'm saying as well and um, people don't get it so it's so nice to have that community and that support where people can just be themselves and just be completely real and just talk about things matter-of-factly and support each other in a positive way and sometimes I suppose if anyone's having a bad day you can be there too yeah definitely that's exactly what it's about and I just think if I had had this support group when I was first diagnosed it would have changed so many of like the negative thoughts that I had when I was diagnosed mm -hmm. um, and because there's so many inspiring people in the group it's insane um, and like everyone's just trying to get on with it and stay as positive as possible. But yeah, if they have a bad day, they can come to the group and they'll get the support they need. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's good. I'm very, very glad that it's gone the way that it has and that it's now helping, helping people. And it helps me as well. I think that's, that's something that I don't say enough. Um, obviously, I set it up because I wanted that support and now I also benefit from that support yeah. I have 459 people there to support me when I need them to so yes. it really benefits <laughs> me as well um which is great well thank you for coming on and talking yeah, thank you to so us about it because like you said at the beginning you can't believe it's been three years but at the same time talking all that through <laughs> that's a lot that's been done in three years like living in Paris, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this and that, you know. And whilst so. going through a life changing, you know, you know, you've done all the positive stuff by setting yeah. up all these amazing group, this amazing group and obviously your Instagram and blog. And then yeah, but going through it as well, like that's amazing and so inspiring. And hopefully anyone listening to this is just like, oh actually I'm gonna be I'm gonna join or I'm gonna do something similar. So that's awesome. So glad that you came on oh thank you i'll list everything in the show notes so amy's blog and then the ms together instagram and obviously feel free to reach out to amy if you want to join or if you've got any questions and i guess be sure to watch out for everyone sweating their way through two million yeah. steps <laughs> hopefully it'll, it'll be, be nice fun. weather yeah we hope for sun yeah we don't want rain or snow <laughs> it snowed yesterday yeah. didn't it <laughs> right well thanks for listening everyone and we'll speak to you all next week bye guys bye